Welcome to Culture Crawl ATX Podcast. I'm your co-host, Michael Ward Jr. And this is Donald Scott II. We decided to talk about Kobe. And for those that don't know, that's Kobe Bryant, when we clarify. Uh, but thoughts, concerns just about Kobe due to the fact that he recently passed away with his daughter Gianna and other nine people or eight people. I forgot the total count of those that passed away, but, but definitely everybody who's been affected, been impacted by this, our prayers are, are with you all. Uh, but about Kobe specifically, I'll start off and say that I'm a big NBA fan. I'm a big basketball fan. Miami Heat is my team all day, every day. But the passing of, of Kobe really... Uh, impacted me a lot more than I, than I thought it did. When I found that on Sunday, I broke out crying. I was in tears. Uh, man, mind you, I was not a Kobe fan. I wasn't, like I said, Miami Heat, but I loved the game. I loved the sport. I, I respected him because he was one of the greatest. And just seeing life, you know, just so suddenly go away, it, um, it changes my mindset this week, what I've been focusing on, what I've been doing. And just to see someone of that caliber with that much impact to leave the world um, definitely had a, had a deep part in my heart that was missing. Yeah, yeah my team is Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> okay, <so>. okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I think we're, you know, we've shared some of the same players mm-hmm. across the years. But, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, he was an inspirational figure to me, uh, I think, to the sport. Uh, to a lot of people all over the world, and it just, on some level, it kind of reminds you of how fragile and how delicate life can be, and you can have it all. Um, you can have an amazing career, you can be a professional athlete, and you know, in a in a moment, it can be gone. And so, I think that's kind of what resonated with me. It just, it was really sad to see, and and I think, um, you know, in terms of. Honestly, I, I'll speak a little bit about how it was covered. I, I felt not great about mm. how the media covered yeah. it in a way because um, on some level, I think it's important to re- report the news yeah. and, and to state the facts. And I felt like on some outlets, they were using his death to not only report a news story that was of the moment, but immediately after that, they transitioned and segued into these more sensational ways of covering his death. Just on the same day before any of the facts were really confirmed, mm-hmm. that to me was a little bit sad because, you know, we're still grappling with this moment of yeah. like, oh, wow, this, you know, love him or hate him or kind of like him or don't care. He's still an inspirational figure. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, you're always going to be reminded of how fragile life is in those moments and so yeah. um, it was sad to see that pivot over to this more sensational way and, and it didn't sit right with me uh, because I generally like him I, I feel like he's an inspiring figure and and you know one of the key uh, NBA players who's really lasted and walked the walk in a lot of different ways whether it's you know his ability to give back or, or what have you or to inspire others so that's you know it was I covered a lot of things there, but um, that was the really you know the overarching sentiment yeah. that I had. Yeah, and, and I and I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. I mean that's what happens though, right? When something happens, the media want to go and be the first one to it, and that's where I even came up with Rick's Fox, right? Being someone who they thought was one of the people in the crash, but he wasn't, mm-hmm. and how right. his family impacted that, and just with the things going around or, or about Kobe, how does that impact his family, right? Right. So yeah, it really is a. Um, a tough place or I guess a difficult to navigate when you're trying to definitely report the facts 
but then you got to realize like there's there's a nuance to it right you got to right. be very um very very delicate in situations like that and i think a lot of times we remove the humility piece of it right we remove the human aspect of it when we're talking about someone's death or, or something negative or something that happened tragically or, or something that was an unexpected uh, but there, there's still some foundation things that you should be thinking about when you're dealing with something of this magnitude that's impacting multiple people across generations even across the world <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty conflicted on the um, just the coverage mm-hmm. of the death. Mm-hmm. So I'm, my team is the Chicago Bulls, um, <laughs> but Jordan era. You know what I mean? Like since I, I guess Derrick Rose did a little bit, but mm-hmm. eh. man, come on, he got injured, man. That's yeah, whatever, he, whatever, was, whatever, he was really whatever, good, whatever, man. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, that's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe um, and I don't really follow basketball, so. What I know of Kobe, when I just think of him, is came out of high school, mm-hmm. uh, played for the Lakers, mm-hmm. did well, had some missteps, and then uh, has been overshadowed by the, is LeBron or Michael better? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Mind you, real quick plug, so Kobe helped LeBron James along the way, many fine. different ways. That's I'm going to put it out yeah. there. But, but <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the common debate, mm-hmm. right, yeah. on sports talk, yeah. We're not talking about Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. But now we are. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we are now. And then we're bringing back this idolization of the person who he was while he was on the court. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll also speak to the point around the media sensation. Right. So and I was arguing with some other guys about yeah. whether or not Twitter as a platform for information distribution is quote unquote to blame for misinformation right if, if you think about the way we were the information was shared to us um, first it was kobe died okay nobody believed that first then you went to are you sure yeah oh and rick fox is on the plane too okay well kobe and rick must have been on the and then people start making jokes hopefully it wasn't no chicks on the mm-hmm. on the helicopter with him right okay then it came out no oh his wife was on the plane oh yeah. now we're all sad for the kids yeah okay no no we heard it was him and his girls mm-hmm. now we're sad for vanessa right and, yeah. and if you think about the way people need to grieve mm-hmm. the media disrupted that process uh by not fully informing and taking time to give out proper details and now after we've learned yes it was kobe no it wasn't rick fox no it wasn't his wife then two days later, we found out. Oh, and by the way, six yeah, eight young girls nine, yeah. died in the plane crash, right? And yeah. even now, we are not focused on the fact that there's multiple families mm-hmm. affected by this loss, along with multiple organizations and multiple schools, multiple teams. Yeah, right. It it has an <clears throat> it has a um, ripple effect. Ripple effect, but it's not just Kobe. But Kobe is the one who we're focused on, mm-hmm. and I think that that is a problem. Not that it's him, but in the way our society elevates the importance of one person's life mm-hmm. versus the lives of others. Yeah, right. And and I'm having a bit of a challenge with that. Yeah, yeah that was my biggest thing when being on Twitter, being on Instagram, being on Facebook. Um, there was other people who died too, but I kind of thought they were overshadowed by how big Kobe Bryant was, and you know, no hate to that. You know, he earned his respect and all that. He spent his time in the trenches and all that to get to where he's at. But kind of, it was kind of like, man, the media really played it like he was the only person that mattered. Mm-hmm. Like, and I just, 
didn't appreciate that. Yeah. And I wish I would have kind of waited uh, to release the actual, you know, the right news, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and given the time, you know, given the, you know, at least talk to the people, you know, families before they released this feature, right? And yeah. All that, just for the, the views and the clicks, it's kind of where I thought it was happening. But there's a lot of good I don't really follow up like, basketball sports anymore. After I kind of stopped playing in high school, kind of just kind of focused on, you know, trying to make money for myself and focus on my life, take my, take my career to the next level and all that. So I kind of stopped following basketball, but I did respect how Kobe, um, he bounced back from, you know, whole deal with his wife and all that, which is unfortunate, you know, what happens. Um, and how he was always in the community and helping to grow not only himself, but also his business and all that. He set himself up for the future. So, you know, really appreciate him, you know, staying focused, keeping his nose clean and all that stuff. And he's really, you know, being on his grind and all that for his family. So Yeah, and right I, I now, that for sure for oh, and a lot of people, I think you said it earlier when you were talking about, um, like what we're focusing on around Kobe, right? So like even now, I, I definitely understand that we're focusing on Kobe more so than the other, I, I believe it's nine or 10 um, other victims that happened or that were there. But at the same time, it's saying that, okay, well, instead of focusing on what Kobe did, think of what he was doing, right? Like he was right. getting ready or he was enjoying like post-basketball era, right? He was heavily invested in other parts of the world. He was giving back to, to different communities, diff different cultures, right? Not just black people, right? But different cultures across the board. He was really influencing even LA, right? He was influencing LA. So here it is now, this individual who was a great basketball player that passed away. But before he passed away, he was doing so much more for other individuals to not just elevate himself, but to elevate other people. Um, and, and that's what I what I would have liked to see the the, the the media and the coverage afterwards, but more so focusing on all of the great work he was doing versus his past. Because mm -hmm. I, I understand like why, and if, and I understand, what phrase, I understand why the NBA would do it. I understand why the NBA would focus so much more on his legacy within the NBA because it's definitely tied to what he did. But then the media, the broader community, oh, focus on everything else, right? Focus <laughs> on what he did outside the NBA, what he was doing with communities, how, how, how did he work? I mean, if, you, if you want to focus on how he, how he worked with basketball players, then fine. But you don't, we don't have to like kind of dive deep, per se, into the past so much, more so just enjoy who he was and everything that he did, because he was more than a basketball player, right? That was a huge part of who he was, but there's a lot more other things that he did. And mind you, I'm not a Kobe expert, I'm not trying to say I am, but it's what I know about him, what I've seen, and other areas he impacted people, is that there's a lot more things that we can be talking about, there's a lot more things that we could be highlighting, and we could be driving attention to certain things based on his legacy, instead of just living off his legacy. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then that's where I see now. And I just, I, overall, I just, I just love the sport. I love the game. And I, and I just see how right now, just, just because of his death, it has impacted other people. I, I would say to really be, hey, man, like, if you've got a problem with somebody, man, go, go and fix that right now. Because you never know next time you're going to see that person, right? If you're working on something, give it your all, right? Love it. You know, make sure you're disciplined. Make sure you're focused. That, that's what my takeaways were from, from this week is like, Whatever I'm focused, I'm gonna give it my all. I want to make sure I'm, I'm disciplined, I'm committed, I'm motivated. I'm, I'm trying to my best to channel my inner Kobe, but that's not the same for everybody. Everybody has their own opinion and feedback about what transpired. <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, the thing is, I've I've seen in the media and other other um, personalities have said, you know, call somebody, tell them you love them, mm -hmm. do these things because life is short. Life has always been short. Yeah. And and his in this specific death, I think it's a positive that people have taken this moment to say yes life is important mm -hmm. 
but we know this will last for about two weeks. Oh, that long? <laughs> really? Right. I was going to say a week. Right, I was going right. to say a week, but okay. And then, and then we'll be right back to not giving two shits. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, so the sensationalization, I think, is the challenge. To your point, if, if we could be having a discussion about the work that he was doing and how people could continue his legacy. Yeah. Right. right. Even uh, who's the guy that died? Marathon rapper. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Nipsey Hussle. No, I'm saying oh, marathon, yeah. marathon, marathon, marathon. Um, yeah, Nipsey Hussle. Even he elevated a discussion of legacy. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't watch the Grammys, but I watched it for a little bit. I saw that they gave him a tribute. But nobody knows who that dude is, mm-hmm. except for very small group, mm-hmm. right? The okay. that, no one knows except for the people who know. Right. And then there's a bigger group of people who know who Kobe is. But between the time that Nipsey Hussle died and the time that Kobe Bryant died, what meaningful change actually occurred mm-hmm. in the lives of those people who were so affected? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what did, for example, um, who's the guy? DJ Khaled. Oh, DJ, yeah, yeah. What did DJ Khaled do? between Nipsey's death and Kobe's death that would show someone where he could, you know, he could, I'm only picking on him, he could point to it and say, because of Nipsey's death, I mm-hmm. changed my life in this way. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful for Kobe's life, given the lesson that I learned from yeah. Nipsey, mm-hmm. right? But we don't, we don't really think about it like that. We go from one story to the next. Yeah. And, uh, and at some point, right, this is going to, um, the conversation is certainly going to come back to the negatives. Yeah. Mm. Right? And then that's where people will start focusing. Even as we go through this discussion about what was wrong with the helicopter, mm-hmm. right? You're going to assign fault, blame, mm-hmm. responsibility. As soon as somebody says, yes, Kobe was negligent, then we're going to spin up lawsuits. Mm-hmm. There's going to be all these other stories. And then they're going to start... Um, I, I believe this. Maybe it doesn't happen. Yeah. But I think that at some point, it, there will be a concerted effort to tarnish that legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because now you think about the other families that are, that are also impacted, right? They may sue someone. Now they want they want damage. They want um, damages, or they want to be rewarded for damages. Yeah, so right. no, you're you're right. You're completely right. Bring up a good point. Oh yeah. man, I've been thinking about it from that aspect. But then that's to me you. We're not focusing on the humility side, right? We're not focusing about like, hey, someone just died, right? Yeah. We don't take time to process that as a community. We're just moving on to the right. next thing, like you said. Right, and and I think that's what showed that we move so fast with the information that we're given and then passing it along. Inside of the fact that Kobe died, we saw all of these different stories, right? And nobody ever took a moment to say, wait, right? It was like, oh my God, Rick Fox is dead. Oh, I love Rick Fox. Rick Fox tribute. Oh, Rick Fox isn't dead. It was somebody oh, else. Oh, take it down, take it down, take right. it down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but if, if you can affect people that way and then bring it back. And like I said, for me, this is an example of what else will happen in the future where society will be affected with misinformation and then the distribution of that information will cause so much chaos 
right? We don't know, but but this has given us the opportunity to see what it looks like. Me too. So then, how can we keep the? Uh, I completely agree, right? And and I'm thinking about think about Kobe, think about Nipsey Hussle, think of what well, you mentioned from the time that Nipsey died to Kobe Bryant. I would say a lot of other people died too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know we're not targeting or, or focusing or acknowledging or highlighting those individuals that much regardless of what their skin color was right black hispanic brown white whatever it's like people there's life that's being lost here and, right. and when right. are we gonna get to a point i'm not sure but like when are we gonna get to a point where we actually value people's lives and then the impact they have we keep that impact with us not just for a day not just for a week or two but for the rest of our lives right right and i know some people will mind you i know some people will but the masses we're on the go. We're on the go. We're just moving. We're just ripping and running around. We don't have to take a time to sit down and process. Even I'm guilty of that with all the other stuff I got going on, yet alone doing it to someone who I've just seen, you know, well, seen on TV or seen virtually. Right. It's a disconnect for sure. But then how do we kind of bridge that so we could change culture, change communities? So when, you know, other in- individuals, you know, or when other things happen, we're not just so quick to uh, move on to the next one. I think what you're also saying with what, you know, what you're detailing there really is around um, the weird sort of convention or desire to not only just celebrate celebrity, but to take every moment to potentially build something up or to tear it down. And that, that arc of, you can see that in any degree of celebrity, whether someone's on the up or the down. And I think that in this moment, it almost is going to go through that same cycle, as you said, where, but it's just a little bit different. Sadness, you know, leading way to, you know, grieving and eventually acceptance. But then there's some level of blame that is going to happen too. And so, yeah, will there be an attempt to tarnish some aspect of that? Probably because we see that cycle play out in mm-hmm. any degree of celebrity, which is why there's so much focus on Kobe because he had this celebrity, he had this impact, mm-hmm. and it had both great and you know not so great aspects, mm-hmm. but it was affecting a large number of people. And in our culture, we tend to prize celebrity, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. so that to me, I see that that mini arc you described and never thought of it that way i think it's a really interesting thing to call out it's almost a mini celebrity arc of someone over a long career whether they kind of go up and fall back down and then recover with their comeback or Mm -hmm. something like that Mm -hmm. you see that play out over and over again because maybe the opinions of the american people are fickle and maybe even worldwide you know we liked we like these dramatic arcs and it's unfortunate to see you know how that may play out in in a terrible scenario like this I think that touches the importance of uh, celebrity in your platform and the life that you can affect with the things that you do in your life. Mm-hmm. Just being, because you're kind of like under a microscope, everyone's watching every movie you make. So with all the good you do, the bad may outweigh that. Just mm-hmm. even if it's like one wrong move you made, right? Mm-hmm. It just kind of sucks. Um, so I think it's very important it's for all of us just to, you know, the people we look up to, right? You understand that they're human and they do make mistakes, but mm-hmm. you don't have to idolize them because that's, that's not you know realistic yeah you brought up something i just want to throw it out there so i'll I'll remember this is a facebook post i saw someone post that was saying hey i definitely understand you know the tragedy that happened with kobe but did we forget the the issue that happened with i forgot who the person was but something happened in his past another woman um i forgot what it was but they said did we forget what he did in the past and then someone responded saying 
no, we didn't forget that, but a life's a life. Like, why are you focusing on what this person did X amount of years ago versus the fact that they just died, what, yesterday? Right. It's like, like where, where, where's, your, uh, where's your focus? Like, where's your mindset? You know, and if, and if that's what you are focusing on, on someone's bad mistake or, or someone's mistake they made or someone, you know, wrong decision, what have you, why are you focusing just on that piece over the longevity of their whole entire life? Right. Right. And, and, I, and I think that, that that's a that's a huge issue, uh, but mind you, when you when you compare that to the love that Kobe Kobe have seen, his family has seen from L.A., it's like man, like they didn't care about what happened. They they go L.A. is not focusing on all the championships they didn't get because of Kobe, right? They're not saying, oh my gosh, Kobe, you only gave us five rings. Well, like like no, they're not doing that. They're saying, Kobe, thank you. They're they're appreciating that, right? They're they're trying to to honor him in the way that they see fit. Sometimes some people may not do it the right way or whatever, or the way that other people would agree on, but they're still showing that love and that and that compassion and that and that uh, and, and sympathizing for the loss, for the tragedy that happened, uh, for everybody that was on board. Oh man, yeah, I think that is a. Um it's an interesting concept, right? And I like to call it nowadays bringing up old tweets. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, the rape case, I, don't, I actually don't remember if... I remember it in and of itself was controversial. Mm-hmm. She said he did it. He said he didn't. But then they attacked the woman, right? And mm-hmm. then at that time, right, this is all before yeah. Believer and Me Too, as, as soon as you could find something that was wrong about the... Um, victim, mm-hmm. then the victim must be lying or is being blamed, right? I think we've shifted um, as a society away from immediately attacking the victim, but we can't right now go back and look and say, maybe we should have played that differently. And he still would have been found whatever he was found. I, I don't, he didn't go to jail. Who knows if there was a quiet um, settlement or something. Settlement yeah. or whatever, right? We don't know what guilty versus not guilty is. Fine. But I think, too, it has to do with how we forgive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Not necessarily for because people don't forget. Mm-hmm. But it's that concept of forgiveness. Does forgiveness allow you to bring up old shit? Mm. Right, and and I I even just say that just from a you know even in our own relationships, yeah. you know what I mean. I may have been forgiven for some shit I did two years ago. Cool, but it might come back up, mm-hmm. right? In a in a new conversation, <laughs> whether you're alive or not, it will come back up, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so the question is, forgiveness, sympathy, um, and then how we manage when someone has made a mistake. Do we allow? Do we have the capacity to allow for discussing a mistake that was made without assigning it to their overall character? Yeah. Right, and I think that's where um, I think that is, like I said, part of of what a part of the conversation that Kobe brings up. Mm-hmm. Right, is the celebrity forgiveness, mm-hmm. bringing up old shit, um, legacy, what he's yeah. been doing. Yeah. Right, and then him overshadowing all these other lives. Mm-hmm as it relates to how these other people are going to have to deal with the fact that their family members are gone but they don't see them in the media mm-hmm. you know what i mean even if they know they're not famous if if me and if me and you are the same <laughs> yeah we both go have a car accident yeah. but only you but then but then my family sees only you in the news they're gonna be like yo 
unfair or not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. where it was more than just Kobe and his daughter. Yeah. Right? It was more than just Kobe and his daughter and a coach. Mm-hmm. That coach was a dad. That coach was a husband. Yeah. That mother mm-hmm. was lost. Their daughter was lost. Their other kids who are now orphans. And there's a full team that's traumatized. Yep. Right? Um, but we've kind of, like, skipped all that. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about whether or not the helicopter should have had uh, the proper gear to say that there was that land was coming or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I saw something that said um, the one guy spoke up from he was playing in Toronto. Now he's in L.A. Oh, it's about um, Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard mm. was defending the helicopter pilot, mm-hmm. saying that he's he was a great pilot. You know what I mean, like. We shouldn't be in society. Kawhi shouldn't have to say that. Yeah, yeah. Right? But the reason he has to say it is because we know someone is going to come for the character mm-hmm. of the helicopter pilot. Oh, for sure. And then the right. person who, who was giving him clearance so he could do it, right? We're always yeah. going to find those faults. Yeah. Uh, but on that note, we're going to close out Coach Crawl ATX podcast.